Let's make today the day you get one step closer to becoming the parent you've always wanted to be and the parent your children deserve. Welcome to Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. I am your host, Erin Taylor, and I have wanted to help parents and children literally since I was 11 years old. I created this podcast to help you make a stronger, healthier, deeper connection to your child, to understand the inevitable challenges a little better, and learn some new ways to navigate them when they occur. Thank you for spending some time with me. Now let's get this show started. Hello and welcome to episode 595. Today we're going to read verse 79 of the parents Tao Te Ching, Refuse to Level Blame. Parents of the Tao refuse to level blame. They watch the evening news without complaining. They observe the failures of others and never gloat. When their children let them down, they remain serene. They fulfill their own duties and never worry about others. There is never a need to blame our children for anything. We can, of course, correct them. We can guide them gently with wisdom. But blaming our children for their faults is not the only problem. Monitor your conversations for a seven-day period Make a note each time that you complain or blame concerning anything. Your children listen. Are they learning to blame others or to take constructive action? This is a very interesting verse. And I have to say, when I first read it to myself, I kind of bristled a little bit at the second, the third line. They watch the evening news without complaining. I had to really give some thought to that because when uh, when that phrase evening news comes up, my mind immediately flashes to all of the very difficult, intense things that are going on in our world, particularly in the U.S., <clears throat> the pandemic racial tensions, systemic racism. Um, I mean, I could go on and on. Climate issues, political tensions, fighting countries, nations, on and on. But that's not actually the point of this episode or verse. But they watch the evening news without complaining. So that's kind of what I wanted to talk about. It's very easy to complain about things in life. It's very easy to complain and blame. This says parents of the Tao refuse, parents of the Tao refuse to level blame. They watch the evening news without complaining. They observe the failures of others and never gloat. And I think it's very easy to watch what's happening in our world and 
place blame and complain about it because it's really intense stuff. And sometimes when our kids are acting out, it's really intense. And it's really easy to place blame and complain. But what does that actually serve? When we, I'll say, I watched a, I read a very, 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 very long Facebook thread today from my dear friend, Dr. Shafali. By the time this airs, it will be a couple of weeks later, but it was <clears throat> in reference to the teenage girl who was shot by a police officer uh, wielding a knife in Ohio, I believe. And this long thread brought out passionate opinions from people. And I was very, very disheartened to read how much blame, shame, and complaining was being thrown around from people with all different opinions. At some points, they called each other names. They said rude things to each other. And and I, I found myself thinking, what? I know, I understand that the emotion of this particular uh, issue is very raw and very intense, as with many other situations in life, in the world and in our personal lives. We might feel very raw and very intense about something. But when does blaming, shaming, and complaining ever make it better? When does it ever solve the issue or improve the issue? I think really what would have helped in this Facebook thread that I read would have been for some real open dialogue. When when we hear someone who has an opinion that's different from ours, instead of getting angry and defensive and lashing out, perhaps we can take a moment, <clears throat> try to understand what they're saying, and see if we can understand not only what they're saying, but why they might feel that way. Because I think when we're communicating, the whole idea is to communicate with each other, to, to express information back and forth. Um, and when we're on the other side, when we're the one communicating, uh, speaking instead of the one listening, I think it's important that we're careful with our words and how we choose to um, share our opinion and try not to make it inflammatory. Because if we want the other person to hear and understand us and we're speaking in inflammatory ways, then they're not going, it's going to be a lot harder for them to have the fortitude and the self-control to really open their minds and listen to us. So when we're having dialogue with people with whom we disagree, even about intense issues, whether it's in our world or in our family or with our kids, it's really important <clears throat> to try to speak with clarity and with forethought and not let rage and pain um, convey the message. You know, there are times when when that, in the heat of the moment, speaks loudly, 
when we've seen these tragedies occur and then the family members speak through their rage and pain, yes, that's, there's a moment in time where that is a powerful conveyor of feelings, emotions, and information. But then when we're to the point of thinking that we're in a conversation where we're trying to discuss an issue, not in the moment of the heat of the moment of the, the loss or the tragedy, but, or the issue, but when we're trying to discuss and find a way forward, we can't be in that state. And if we are in that state, which is understandable, if the situation is raw or intense, we have to wait until we can speak clearly, think clearly, communicate effectively. We should not be trying to solve a problem until we're in that state because we're not going to get anywhere if our emotions are totally in charge and running the show. If our brains, our logical brains can't add some ideas to the mix, we're not going to get anywhere. And I think that occurs on all levels in our human lives. So one of the, part of this verse <clears throat> asks the last line, are they learning to blame others or to take constructive action? And I think that's the question I'd like to leave you with tonight or today. I'm recording it in the evening. Are you, are you teaching your children to blame others or to take constructive action about all difficult things in life? It's, it's a really good and maybe difficult question to ponder. So I'm going to leave you with that and wrap up this episode. Wherever you are in this world, I hope that you make it a very constructive day for yourself. That wraps up this episode of Powerful Parenting for Today's Kids. If you know anyone who could benefit from this episode or this podcast in general, please share it with them. Also, I always love hearing feedback from my listeners. I welcome you to send me an email to Aaron at Aaron-Taylor.com if you have any comments or questions that come up for you in an episode. Our children are our future. Parenting them is the most sacred task we will ever be asked to do. It truly does take a village to raise a child. Let's help each other to raise our children to be who it is they are meant to be. If at any point you feel like you need a little extra help and support, reach out to me. I am here to help you.